Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and of course, those amazing relationships. And hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. Now, usually, we don't often get a chance to tell our personal story on our radio show because usually we're the ones who are interviewing our expert guests every week. Yeah, so this is pretty cool. And if you're wondering how couples get into the swinging lifestyle and what gives them the confidence to share their partners and not feel jealousy, then you're going to love this amazing episode. Yeah, last week we got invited by Kristen Young from Striving for a Healthy Lifestyle to be on her podcast. We got the chance to answer her questions about our personal journey and our open-minded point of view. We had such a blast that we taped the interview and now we'd like to share it with you. So if you want to find out how Carol and I got into the sexy lifestyle and hear about how we cultivate our open-minded attitude and relationship that allows us to explore our sexuality, push our boundaries, and live happy, healthy, and always horny, then stay tuned for Kristen's interview coming up right after this. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Welcome to the Striving for a Healthy Lifestyle podcast with your host, Kristen Young. I'm a personal trainer and I'm a lifestyle coach and I wanted to open up this floor so that we can talk about everything related to life, health, fitness, women, men, everything. I want to share some of my details of the things that I do in my work as a lifestyle coach and a personal trainer so that you are getting some information that's super positive and can make your life that much better. Stay tuned. Let's go. 
Okay, so welcome to the Striving for a Healthy Lifestyle podcast. Today, I have a couple of very special guests on the podcast, and we're going to be talking some sex talk. I can't wait for this. This is awesome. I have Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle podcast and the Sexy Lifestyle brand and business, and we're going to talk about how sex is part of a healthy lifestyle, and I do want to do a little disclaimer. There might be some sexy language, some vulgar language. Uh, we might use the C word and the P word. So if anybody is not into that sort of thing, you can just skip to the next podcast. Or if this is juicy and you want to hear it all, stay tuned. So uh, first of all, I want to welcome Carol and David. Welcome, guys. Oh, thanks for having us, Kristen. We're so excited to be here. Absolutely excited to be on your podcast. And you know how much David likes that juicy language, right? So we, we like just letting it flow. Like talking about sex and then doing it. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, well, first of all, I wanted to ask, how did you get started in the sexy lifestyle and what is the sexy lifestyle? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I guess I'm going to start by saying that sexy uh, means something different to everybody. So because everybody has their own definition of what sexy means to them, uh, it could be anything from spicing up your sex life to uh, being swingers like we are. And um, we did get started in the sexy lifestyle in a very fun way. Um, well, first of all, we can tell you that my ex-husband is married to David's ex-wife, Ba-dum, boom. What? Uh, yeah. And we actually got wow. dumped on the same day. So when they decided to be together, they told us that getting divorced, obviously, uh, we supported each other. And through that uh, friendship that we developed right away with lots of crazy. Well, first we became fuck friends. Yeah, I was going to say lots of crazy monkey <laughs> sex that we had once we were divorced. But uh, we supported each other throughout the, the divorce situation. And we became very close. Uh, we became a couple. And then now... Um, we're married and have our own lives together. And, I and the day we got, the, yeah, the day we got dumped was at the time seemed like the worst day. But you know, thirteen years later now, it actually seems it, we know it's the best day because you know it's so important in life to be happy. And uh, you know, when you're in a marriage and things are going on, and you know, you don't realize sometimes they get a little stale. But once you get out of the marriage, you realize that. Um, you know, yeah, for things, things weren't great in bed, that's for sure. We did not have a great sex life in our previous marriages. And we certainly made that conscious decision that that's not going to happen again. And today, we make yes. a conscious decision yes, every, every day, day mm -hmm. to wake up and be happy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, no, looking back, I mean, uh, we know our exes are very happy. They're great mothers and fathers of our kids because our kids are stepkids twice, <laughs> all six, six of them. And, you know, we've gotten on with life. And, you know, you have two options. You get over the divorce and you get on with life or you could be miserable for your whole life. And I think the four of us have decided to be very happy mm -hmm. in, in our new situations. Mm -hmm. And so when we defined our sexy, which what we wanted to do going forward and, and learning the lessons of, you know, I guess a bad sex life in our previous marriages, and we didn't want to repeat that. So um, we kind of made a conscious decision to do that every day. And we thought, wow, that's interesting. We're doing this ourselves. Let's share these ideas that we have. And, and that was really the birth of our whole brand, the sexy lifestyle, um, and how to live sexy in your own way. And we didn't become swingers right away. It was two years into our relationship that we found out about it somewhere um, on a beach in Cancun. 
really, um, like Carol was saying, everybody has their own definition and should have their own definition of sexy. For some people, it might be, you know, having sex in the kitchen for the first time. For other women, it might be wearing heels. And if they don't want to wear heels out, just wear heels in bed. It just doesn't matter. You just have to spice it up. We talk about spicing up your sex life and living happy, healthy, and horny all the time. And everybody can do it their own way. And that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. Oh, guys, I really love that story. And thank you so much for sharing that. Wow, what a story. You guys are incredible. You guys no. are incredible. And I'll, I'll tell you a quick little story. My my dad was just coming out of his second marriage. And my sister was in a relationship with this guy. And the guy was like, you know what? My mom's single. Your dad's coming out of a bad marriage. Why don't we introduce them? And they did. And... The relationship between my sister and this guy did not work out. However, I feel like my dad found his ultimate life companion. And it's so funny how, like you said, like a a terrible, stressful, financially stressful situation, emotionally stressful situation actually became it's destiny, right? Mm-hmm. Like For you guys sure. were destined to mm-hmm. do this. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And the fun thing about our lives, and like we said, we made a point to learn from our mistakes and not do those again. And sharing that with the world is not only great for people to learn how to be sexy or to learn how to fix their their attitude or whatever they need to do. But it also makes us feel good doing that. So it's kind of like a win-win by sharing our life and our experiences with everybody out there. We have 500,000 listeners in 69 countries around the world. And wow. I guess people are interested in how to do that. Well, so. so many people don't know what they don't know. And they like listening to credible people talk about good information. And I mean, on on the internet, on Google, you can find anything that you want to know twisted the way you want to hear it. But when when you talk to people, credible people about health and nutrition and fitness, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on in the show, you want to make sure you're getting the right information so you don't go out and spend a year doing something and you're not going to get the right results. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And when you mentioned, I, I just can't help think about confidence as well because you both you like you're wording it in a sense you're like we got dumped and Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of people that destroys their lives but instead you guys created this new and and from my perspective this new powerful free sexy healthy life i think that is such a powerful message thanks and you know we actually celebrated our dump day for many years until we got married and then of course we celebrated our 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 wedding anniversary after that but our our kind of our anniversary was the day that we got dumped so we saw say hey look we got dump day (laughs) wow no you guys are incredible i think that's really powerful and I am. Um, thank you for sharing that story. And relationships are ever evolving, you know, um, and, and we tell people all the time, it's never too late to start again. If you're in a place that's not good, get out of it and it can get better and it will get better. And Carol and I, we learn, we listen to other experts. Uh, when we had you on our show the other day, we learned a whole bunch of great information about body image and self-confidence. And we just had someone on who was talking about hormones and nutrition you, you continuously learn and it's just great talking to people who have credible information to give. And I also think like something that's really beautiful about the relationship that you guys have is you have that hunger for learning. 
I think sometimes when you get into a relationship or you get into a marriage, you're no longer working on growing as individuals, but you guys are growing as individuals. You're growing together. Like that's incredible. That's such an incredible energy and power to bring into a relationship. Yeah. Whatever, whatever we do, it's the strength in our couple. And it's, it could be going out for dinner. It could be spending a romantic evening together, or it could be going out and jumping in a big orgy. Our favorites are foursomes or morsoms. But when we finish having sex with other people or ourselves, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that our couple has gotten strong. Wow. I just, I, yeah, that's amazing. I love, love hearing different perspectives because, yeah. And we always talk about how communication is key in any relationship. And so we share everything. And, you know, that was one of our very first rules when we met each other after the, after the dump day, basically, when we decided to get together, even at first as fuck friends and then trying to support each other. The, the very, very first rule we said together was that no lies, no uh, deceiving, no secrets mm-hmm. on the table, everything on the table. But shouldn't You're, that be how every relationship is? Well, but it's not. That's the thing. <laughs> right. So it took yeah. th- it took this situation to say, okay, we're starting fresh here. I'm going to help you. You're yeah. going to help me. But I need to know everything. If you're feeling like shit, you got to tell me. Don't pretend and put a, a happy hat on if you're feeling like crap. I'm okay. I'm here. I'm your friend. And it was the same thing for David. So even when we were out at, uh, you know, at a different situation or someone tried to pick me up or whatever it was, because we were not really a couple at first, I would tell David what happened. And then he would tell me his stories. And we shared You had a everything. lot more stories than me. <laughs> you're a gorgeous woman. Thank I'm just you, a guy, you know? You know, you all of a sudden you become single and then you're a target for everything out there. So that was kind of very shocking for me when I first became single after my my marriage of 16 years. Um, that was something that kind of terrified me. Wow. Yeah. So we shared everything and that was the very first rule and that we live to this day that we share everything. Fantastic. I think that's a great tip for people who maybe are listening to this and they might be in a marriage that needs some spicing up and Mm -hmm. you talk about confidence confidence is huge I think people get into their comfort zone and they get stuck there and then they're afraid to say to their partner like oh why don't we try this and well what if he rejects me but like no like you have to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. uh, for the sake of the relationship am Mm -hmm. I right yeah and stepping out of that comfort zone is actually what creates passion you that Mm. you have to create passion in your relationship in any relationship otherwise it does become stale and the minute you step out your comfort zone you're already looking for and trying to get more passion in that relationship and we're not talking about becoming swingers or doing anything crazy but i mean Kristen, have you ever made naked dinner with your husband oh Naked snacks. <laughs> but That's it's, good. It's just, it's just, you know, pushing those boundaries a little bit, doing something a little bit different. Um, you know, we, we have... We mentioned naked because we're, we're actually nudist at heart and we actually spend a lot of time in our home together naked and not, ne- not so much in the winter, but certainly as much as we can in the summer. So it's kind of funny. We're so used to being naked and we're not shy or anything that, you know, some people have a hard time doing that. But we encourage you to try that because it's really, really freeing. Just do something different. And that opens the lines of communication. And then you can get into those things. We had um, somebody that we spoke to months ago. And, you know, every guy wants to have a threesome. And he was like, you know, I finally got up the nerve after 15 years being married to my wife. And I said, you know, I really want to have a threesome. And she turned around and said, you too? I do too. 
and they spent you know so many years together both having this fantasy that they wanted to do something with somebody else and they just didn't tell each other about it and it doesn't have to be about bringing another person in it could be toys it could be vacations it could be doing it in the car it doesn't matter couples need to speak about things that they want to try that are a little bit out of we'll call it the social norm yeah yeah Okay, that's cool. I hear that. I really and I and I'm listening too. As someone who is two years into a relationship, I'm listening because I think these are some pretty. I think these are interesting and important perspectives in relationships, now, especially nowadays. One of our really good friends is Dr. Jess O'Reilly, and she has a great way of putting it, especially in a new relationship. But certainly, you can bring it up even after years. And and she talks about the three F's. The first F is the feelings. Like, what kind of feeling do you have when you're having sex? Uh, do you want to be desired? Do you want to be uh, empowered? What kind of feeling makes you aroused and, and gets you going? So when you talk about that with your partner, what do you feel like? Like David loves to be desired. He wants me to take off his clothes and ravage him. That's the feeling he likes to have. So you know that. Of course I know Why that. Why don't you ever do it? Hey, stop it. He's just teasing. <laughs> the second F is frequency. And that's something you got to discuss with your partner. Because if you're silently saying, wow, I really wish we could have sex every day. And the other one's saying, wow, for me, once a month is plenty. Then um, then your frequency is not in sync with each other. But if you talk about it, you can actually come to an agreement. And of, we've had that issue. Yes. I want to have yes. sex a lot more than you right. do. But you have to agree at the end of the day, what's going to be good for both so of you. So we've agreed to twice a day, right? <laughs> okay, sure, babe. Sure, babe. Yes. You're patronizing me. <laughs> so that's the second F. And the third F is fantasy. And if you don't share your fantasies, not that you have to make all those fantasies come true, but if you don't share your fantasies, how's your partner going to know where you can move, where those boundaries are, where where you can push the boundaries, where you can try new things and, and push the limits and that kind of stuff. So the three Fs being feelings, frequency, and fantasy, and Dr. Jess talks about that all the time. Those are very good in, in investments in time and energy in a couple, whether you're a new couple or you've been together for 100 years. I think you could talk about those three things, and it would really help your relationship move forward and expand. That's huge. I love that. I'm taking notes right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you both live a healthy, active lifestyle. And you told me when I was a guest on your podcast that you work out um, numerous times a week. You have a personal trainer. You guys eat healthy. You have a balanced lifestyle. Um, and do you feel that exercise and nutrition improves your sex life? And if so, how, why? Tell me about that. Well, it's actually, um, I'm going to say in the last 13 years since we've been together, we've always been very active. But in the last year, we've had this personal trainer, as we mentioned, three times a week. And we also go to the gym at least another couple times a week. And David plays ball hockey and softball and other sports as well. And since then, since we've started um, doing this type of very rigorous activity, we have, first of all, more energy. Uh, we feel better in ourselves. And we feel more fit, so it's great. But I've actually noticed that we have such better sex because more stamina, uh, more muscle control, I guess, for doing different things and different, um, I guess, positions, trying new things, trying new positions all the time. We're stronger in ourselves. So we are having much better sex and longer sex and more, um, I guess, rigorous sex, would you call it that, David? <laughs> Energetic sex. <laughs> okay, there you go. So we're, we're actually 
doing a lot more sexual activity. So even if it's not just intimate and rubbing backs and stuff. We're actually doing a lot more riding and thrusting and a whole bunch because we have the stamina. You definitely have a lot more energy, your squatting ability. Uh, <laughs> He's loving the it. squatting. <laughs> and we, we go longer, absolutely. Yeah, we go longer before we get out of breath. And then when we do, we know it's been good because now we're really out of breath. I can go on that Stairmaster for 45 minutes. And, um, you know, I've got lots of stamina on the Stairmaster. So when I'm riding him for, I don't even know how long it might be. If I'm out of breath, I know I've done a good job. <laughs> and, you know, um, Kristen was just talking about nutrition as well. And we couldn't go to the gym and do five days a week, three days with a trainer if we weren't eating properly. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we do at the end of our workout have our protein shakes and we put enough protein in our body and enough carbs so we have that energy to not only go to the gym but to recover and to build muscle and yeah. have sex oh of course yes absolutely the, the worst feeling is when you're having sex and you run out of energy uh-huh. and you haven't come or she uh-huh. hasn't come and uh-huh. it's like okay this is just like <laughs> Oops. i'm not finished and how how old are you guys i'm just curious 56 ah me too. Yes. We're both 56. We We're are. 63 the same babies. Age, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, we are. Well, David's had okay. his birthday this year already in January, and my birthday's in May, so I will be 56 in May. So you oh, just wonderful. have to be one up on me and six months younger, yes. and it's a difference, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's old. she always has to be. <laughs> of course I do. All right. I call him the old man. Until it's my birthday, I call him the old man. <laughs> <laughs> old man, big daddy. <laughs> And I I can't help but think about too confidence wise, like you're talking about energy and stamina and I'm going, okay, yeah. Like for me, I would think confidence wise, like nothing makes you feel good naked and with a partner when you feel good about yourself. So I I see like exercise and healthy lifestyle as you want to be, if you're naked, you want to be feeling good about your body. You want to feel sexy. You want to feel desired. So, Kristen, you know, that point is is so on point. So, Carol and I travel a ton with our radio show, and we go on, we'll call it um, open-minded, sexy lifestyle-type cruises or vacations, and there's a big cruise called the Bliss Cruise where there's 4,400 open-minded people. There's resorts, hedonism and desire, hedonisms in Jamaica, desires in Cancun. And in the evenings, the women just get dressed up so sexy and you were talking about confidence, and I can't imagine a woman who didn't have confidence, who didn't feel good in her own skin, being able to put on these um, super sexy, skimpy outfits, showing every curve in her body, showing um, her legs or the high heels, if she didn't take care of her body. And one of the things that we hear all the time is, oh my God, you guys are 56, you look amazing. Well. You know, we work at it. We want to feel good about ourselves. And it's fun to go to these places because we get to show it off. And I'm not saying that everybody at these open-minded vacations or resorts or parties that we go to do want to be sexy because some people still are a little conservative and are, you know, dipping their toes in the water. But when you see um, the people who have the confidence Um, It's amazing that you know that you're putting in the effort in eating properly and having the right confidence and going to the gym that regardless of your age, sex and sexy has no 
age limit. Right, exactly. It doesn't have an expiry date. Sexy has no expiry date. And one of the things I just want to say is that confidence extends beyond having a, a perfect body. It's much more than that. It's not, we don't go to the gym to strive to have a perfect body. And you don't have to have a perfect body even to feel sexy. There are ladies of all different sizes and shapes at these resorts who wear their sexy outfits. And that's because right. their definition of sexy fits them. And not everybody goes to the gym and looks after themselves, but they still feel confident and sexy and and feel great about themselves. So Absolutely. That, and, and those when, things go together, and, but also it's because they feel confident about themselves. Right. And Kristen, when you were on our show, you were talking about, it's not about the number. Yeah. Yeah. I, I expressed to you like being in the fitness industry, I've never been 110 pounds when I get to 118 and I'm short. I'm not a tall person. I'm 5'3" you know, according to the BMI or according to media, you know, the perfect weight for me would be like 115 pounds or 110 pounds. And I consider myself to be very sexy and desirable. And I don't fall into that category. So I I do feel healthy. And um, I think being healthy, not being a number, not being a certain dress size, but it's being healthy is part of being sexy. Because you have that energy, you have that confidence to share with the world and share with your partner. That's where I think it comes in. Not as a number, not as a, you know, perfection is just something that we've created. Like I talked about this before. It's just something that the media has created for us to buy products. So when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle and living a sexy lifestyle or feeling sexy, it's just about embracing your body as is eating healthy I feel like when you eat healthy and you exercise your body will be sexy your energy will be sexy hands down absolutely and there's no shortcuts you know you have to do the work but I was just thinking while you were while you were talking that how cultures have changed and today having that nice round bubble butt is what's in fashion today if you want to call it that thank god yeah really because in the olden days which I'm going to say when I remember if you had a big butt you were considered fat just by having a big butt do you remember when JLo was always criticized for having a big butt and now her butt's small you know what I mean yeah (laughs) my dad my dad's cute he's like i don't know why people are so into these bubble butts you know dad that's your time and i have a little bubble butt and i am so proud of it (laughs) exactly enjoy it see so therefore you feel sexy because of it it's it's whatever makes you feel sexy and that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about not because there's any perfection or any one way of being sexy it's whatever works for you and you know we were talking about confidence and Kristen. Um, I know Carol, as she has built up more confidence over the years because we've eaten better and are fit, she has better and stronger orgasms. Have you found that over the years, as you have built up your confidence and feel, felt better in your own self, that your orgasms with your partners or when you self-pleasure have been better or multiple? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, not multiple yet. I, I need to listen to your podcast mm. and figure some things out. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, not multiple, 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 but uh, I absolutely, I don't know if it's something, even when I was getting close to my 30s, I've heard studies say that like women hit their sexual peak later on in life. But I noticed when I was getting, you know, 27, 28, 29 into my 30s, things changed uh, sexually. My sexual energy changed um, in a positive way. It, in, it increased. Um, and I, I just thought that was kind of fun I I you know it it didn't mean that I 
wanted to, and I don't even want to say, like, I think you have to watch your health as well. Because if you go out and you have sex with a bunch of people, you want to be careful that you are protecting your health, right? Because mm-hmm. there's, mm-hmm. like, things can happen. Diseases mm-hmm. are real. Yeah. But it was exciting having relationships where I could share that part of myself with other people. It was really exciting. Now, from when, what you told us that you grew up feeling um, chubby and that you were laughed at when you were younger. So now that you're telling us the story that you're feeling more confident in yourself in your late 20s and into your 30s, is that because you've kind of overcome the the understanding that people, I don't know, they made fun of you for no reason and now you don't care anymore? Like whatever they said doesn't even matter anymore. You're confident in yourself. You know you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're sexy inside and that's all that matters? Um, that's a kind of a tough question, actually. But I, so here's a story. I remember being on the bus once and like, I think it was grade eight. And somebody on the bus said, Oh, my, like, it was this young guy. And he's like, I was watching a porno. Obviously, I don't know where he got the porn, but he was watching porn at grade eight age. And he's like, and you look like one of the girls in it. And to be honest, I was like, I took that as such a compliment. (laughs) And I ran with that because I I was called chubby my whole life. And then all of a sudden somebody, you know, I was uh, changing, maturing, saw me as something sexual. And I was like, sweet. You know, for me, I was like, okay. And then I, I, I started doing some self-exploration sexually without a partner by myself. And I started to feel sexy. I think, like, I think that's energy as well. I think that energy of me feeling sexy in my own body, other people started to sense it. So I just, it's like, um, it's like a cultivating a seed, you know, it mm-hmm. started to grow and, mm-hmm. and I didn't disrespect it. I wanted to respect it and help it to grow and, and now at this stage, I, I feel like I'm still a baby. I'm still learning so much about um, sex and and sexy lifestyle and healthy lifestyle and how they come together. Because I really feel like there is a connection between our sexual energy and our and our health, basically. Absolutely, yeah. And like, look at yeah. us 20 years later from your age, 20 years older than you, and we're feeling at our peak of our sexuality. And just imagine that it's going to get better and better and better. That's how we look no, at it. No, we've never had better sex. No, I mean, when I, I turned 50, yeah. um, sex has just skyrocketed yeah. and our relationship has gotten better and our communication, everything. And a lot of it has to do with how we live, which mm-hmm. is happy, healthy, mm-hmm. and horny. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the confidence, like you were saying, I think like, I, I just heard you say that you were self-pleasuring, feeling sexy, and you got more confident. So they go together for sure the more confident you are the more sex you feel the more sex you feel the more confident you are so I think it all is interrelated and um yeah I think that's great cool I don't know if we've answered this question because we've got hit some really good topics already but um how would you describe sex as a key part of your healthy lifestyle if you could wrap it in a bow (laughs) relationships begin and end in the bedroom and you have to make sure you take care. What happens under the, between the sheets is so important in your relationship. So sex is critical, A, to your relationship, and B, to your, um, I guess, feeling, um, your well-being. It's got to be your well-being. And you have to make time for sex. It always gets pushed aside because family's busy and work is busy and other things are busy. And, oh, we don't have time for sex. I'm too tired for this. But sex is part of what makes you as a person thrive and have a good day and have a good week and when it gets pushed aside we feel 
there's something missing and you should never be missing something in your life. Everything should be balanced properly. Now, when we talk about sex, we're really talking about sexual pleasure. So even if you don't have a partner, it's important to take time and have sexual pleasure, even if you're self-pleasuring. So sex is equal to sexual pleasure and you can do it yourself or with your partner. Or your partner can do it themselves with you. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, sexual pleasure no is, is key to a good, healthy lifestyle. I think the no judging is such such a key because judgment is holds us back in so many different ways. Yeah, judging we, ourselves, judging others. Um, once we can get rid of that judgment, you know, like so, like sexual energy is such a gift of being human. Do you not agree? Like we have different pleasures in life, but like we have this ability to have an orgasm. Like how, how cool is that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Amazing. And when you are, when you know it and you know that this is uh, okay, when you give yourself permission to have that sexual pleasure and enjoy it, that you have a clitoris as a woman, you have a clitoris for a reason. And it's only because for sexual pleasure that you actually can use it and not worry about that. Um, you know, those taboos that have been on the back of your mind since you've been growing up and the shame surrounding having and enjoying sexual pleasure. Uh, Yeah, a lot of people were taught you have sex for reproduction, and that's it. That's all. Whereas we have a clitoris, which has only one function, and that's sexual pleasure. And that in itself should give every woman permission to enjoy that sexual pleasure. And when you're having sex with your partner, whether it be same sex or orgy sex or by yourself, Carol is very loud. She loves dirty talk. And that's, again, part of confidence. When you're with your partner, you you should be able to say, you know what, I like talking dirty. I like saying this. When I come, I'm loud. The walls shake. (laughs) And you should let it all out. And nobody should judge you for how you have that sexual experience. You know, we've been into... As, as swingers into orgies and stuff and everybody comes a little bit differently okay a lot differently some are loud some are quiet some scream and nobody in in the playroom judges someone because they're coming different than them and nobody says oh i want to do it like them it's all good for what's good for you and as a partner as a guy you know if you come two or three times great if you only come once that's fine if your erection lasts for five minutes that's okay. Nobody should judge. And, and you know, it's it's like women, size doesn't matter. It's about the emotion. It's about the whole experience, mm-hmm. about what you're doing, how you're feeling, what you're saying. And you both have to be into each other. And everybody does it a little bit differently. So, you know, we live in a world in the alternative lifestyle where nobody judges. It's just, it's just not part of the culture. I think that's, uh, I think that's so important, really. Yeah. And I love that you guys are talking about I love that you're saying the word orgy to be honest because it's it's a word that even me like how I was raised and when we talk about religion and shame and judgment it's like okay but like this is it's all about your comfort zone and having that mutual respect and enjoyment so 
it's just it's a different perspective and I really respect talking about that I find it so interesting so we actually define orgy as like a celebration of sexual pleasure with your friends so a lot of people uh, do different things when they celebrate different situations in their lives uh, whether you want to golf in a foursome or have sex together as a foursome as a foursome I mean it's your choice right you can enjoy golfing or you can enjoy having sex and and nobody's in an orgy to fall in love with anybody no. else to steal someone else's partner it's pure raw physical sex it's like having a sex toy you don't fall in love with your sex toy yeah mm. well put and we've created we've created um we've created I guess rules, right? We've created mm -hmm. rules that like you have a partner and your partner, you t are to have sex only with each other for the rest of your lives. And that's the rule that we've created as humanity or religion or wh wherever you want to take it. But this is kind of bending the rules where there's a lot of people who cheat and there's a lot of people who are unhappy in their marriage mm -hmm. sexually. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing, it's like you're opening up the door of possibilities so that sexual pleasure isn't something that's forgotten. Like, it, it does get forgotten. We have different energies. We have anger as an energy. It's a, it can be a conducive energy. Spiritual energy is an energy, which is also incredibly important in a conducive energy. And then there's sexual energy, which I feel is an important energy of who we are. And it shouldn't, it, I'm, not that it shouldn't be forgotten, but I feel like when it's forgotten, it's like a part of us that that isn't being nurtured mm -hmm. and it go and it shrivels down. Yeah, absolutely. Because it really, I mean, we wouldn't have sexual pleasure if it wasn't part of being human. It really, we are human beings and humans so are sexual so people. Yeah. Yes, it's absolutely primal. And when we allow ourselves that sexual pleasure, uh, whether it's just with your partner, you can have a beautiful monogamous relationship that's active, that's different, that's fun, that's passionate, that's not stale. You don't have to bring other people into your relationship. But as swingers, we are emotionally monogamous. Yeah, we are emotionally monogamous, absolutely. And we just like to have sex with other people. Mm -hmm. But you can have a wonderfully beautiful monogamous relationship. We're not saying stop being monogamous and you know, you'll have a better lifestyle. We're not saying that at all. We've oh. just found a way for us to add yeah. passion into our relationship by having sex with other people what right? we are saying is the sexy lifestyle is telling couples you need to have sex more sex better sex different sex keep it spicy and yeah. don't forget that yeah. communicate that sex is such an important part of a relationship so how can we practice non-judgment when we're a embracing sexuality ourselves and b um, working on our sexual relationship with our partner, how can we go into it with more, with less judgment, basically? I, I have to say is by asking questions. So first of all, communicate. Yeah, sure. communicating. So by judging, you're implying shame. So stop doing that because people feel shame as soon as I say, really, you like having sex with a shoe? Okay, there you go. I've just now implied shame to you because you like to have sex with a shoe. Uh, I'm not saying that's yeah. a good thing or a bad thing. I'm only saying that don't make that implication right away. So if you want to practice a judge-free environment, ask questions and don't give that comment, really, huh, whatever. Just be open about it and listen. I think that's a great way. And it goes, it goes even deeper into that. Uh, Kristen, let's say you're with your partner and he's going down on you and he's eating your pussy and you're lying up there and it's like, you know, He's not there today. I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's just not the same. And then you let him keep going and 
maybe 20 minutes later, nothing's really nothing's happening. happening. Well, you know, you're sort of like judging something that is wrong or why he's not into it. And what really should happen is as a good communicator, you should say, hey, you know what? You're not on the right spot. How about if you try this? Or you know what? Let me get into it. And you, you take the situation from there instead of judging, well, he's not into me today. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes yeah. the same thing with blowjobs, uh, yes, right? Absolutely. So often, so every once in a while, Carol's sucking my cock and it just gets soft and maybe my brain is going here and going there and she might think it's something that she's doing but it's not it has nothing to do with her so you know that communication is so much better than judging that the person is thinking about something else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely oh, that's so important guys that's such important information absolutely love and, it and being open to talk about it the very first time you say blowjob or cock or pussy is hard it's not easy we don't grow up learning those words and saying them openly and if you want to have good communication you need to be able to say them and you can even practice look in the mirror talk say it to yourself it's not easy saying it the first time like you just said that word orgy like you said well oh my gosh who talks about orgies well here's carol yeah. and david talking about orgies well just say it and it's okay. And and one of the things that, you know, when we talked with Cindy Gallup, and she's a, her, she, her brand is called Make Love Not Porn. And it's all about real world sex as opposed to porn sex, which is really just entertainment. entertainment. And her point of her goal in explaining to the world is it's okay to talk about sex. It's okay. And it's the right thing to do. You can talk about sex at any point. If you talk about what you want to have for dinner, you should be able to say what you want to have in the bedroom as well. It should not be a taboo subject. And if you can just everybody say one little thing about sex and get it out there and and start saying that it's normal in other words normalize a, a conversation about sex and your point relating you know food to sex yeah. and meals to sex is so important because you would never have the same meal three times a day every day of the year and you should not have sex the same way in the same position in the same room every time you have sex and sometimes you know sex that was good today might not be good next week so as as a couple as a partner you need to talk to each other and say you know i want it a little different today or uh, he's going down on you and he's like you know well i licked you there last week and it was good and she's like well try it a little bit different this time so that communication and and mixing it up and spicing it up is so important just like eating um yeah absolutely or we'd get bored eating, wouldn't we? We would. Oh, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> I love everything you guys are saying. I think this is important, important stuff for sure. Because we also change too. We change, you know, your, who you are sexually at 20 is not who you are sexually at 25. And it's not who you are sexually at 30. And who is not, you know, I've seen changes since I discovered myself around 18 years old or 17 and yeah things change communication with your partner that makes sense and our body changes and certainly your body grows and as you age you have more knowledge or wisdom or different points of view so it's a good thing that you change because everything around you is changing too but as we learn we change Mm -hmm. and i know that our sex today is the best sex I've ever had in my life, including my 20s, because I keep learning more and more Mm -hmm. from talking to people. Mm -hmm. So you're just tapping into that sexual energy. You're honoring it. You're getting to know it. You're expressing it. 
And feeling comfortable with it. That's where you have to be in your own head, comfortable with it. And, and and nobody's perfect. So it's not that you have to wait until you've lost 10 pounds before I can enjoy my partner or whatever. Don't wait. Start now. There's no waiting. There's no perfect time. I always say that your body is at its best today. It's not going to get so much better tomorrow. You age, your skin starts sagging, your body expands. You know, don't wait for anything. Just enjoy sex today for what you have. Awesome. And so say someone wants to improve their sexual relationship, their sexual energy with their partner. What are a few ways that they can bring it up and get started right now? Well, we always um, suggest that people start with fantasy because you can kind of dip your toe in the water a little bit in a conversation and sort of test the waters of what your partner's reaction might be if you start talking about a fantasy that either you saw it on porn or you've been thinking about it or you had a dream. Heard it on the Sexy Lifestyle with Carolyn David <laughs> radio show. That yeah, too, yes. We've, heard, we've got so many emails say, you know, I heard this on your show and we went to try it. And it was you know, great. things have changed. Yeah. So if you want to huh. open up the conversation with something that you've been thinking about or that you fantasized about, that's kind of the best way to bring it up. If you just blurt it out, hey, let's go do this, you know, it may, you know, you might scare off your partner a little bit. You know, we just came back from a couple of lifestyle cruises and we were at Hedonism. And we've been doing this for 13 years and I can't tell you how many people book these vacations by accident <laughs> and they get there and the person who booked it is like oh my god honey I'm so sorry I didn't know and she's like wow this is cool I'm okay being naked and he's like really or she's like really and you you don't know what your partner's thinking if you don't have that great communication and those two couples that we met um, they had an amazing vacation they they picked our brain for seven days all about um, great sex and uh, the alternative lifestyle and they didn't swing but they had the most amazing erotic experience of their lives because you can open up your relationship without bringing anybody else into your life just by opening it up to fantasy or to toys or um, or just watching, you know, you can just watch somebody else. Well, have there's sex. so many people that go into the playroom who don't play with other couples. They just watch, go back to their room, and have great sex mm-hmm. because it's almost like live porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, they see people on the beach. I mean, it's it's very enlightening being able to have sex in public, right? Very freeing, right? Very that's, freeing. Yeah. That's a, that's an even better word. Uh, being in the hot tub, being in the pool with other naked people, and the, the level of respect is is incredible. So anybody who wants to go to uh, you know, an open-minded, alternative lifestyle place, they, they should know that 50% of the people don't play. And, you know, there's three rules. Ask first, no means no. And if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. Right. And the exactly. level of respect is just tremendous. So, you know, there's all different ways of starting these um communications with your partner whether it be like carol said watching porn or listening to a podcast or you know our trainer henry let's shout out to henry again he's amazing (laughs) he lives vicariously through us every time we go on vacation we come back and it's like so what did you guys do and we say so his wife's name is carol as well and it's like so did you talk to carol about this did you do this did you do that and what was very cool is they came over for drinks um over christmas and um, we'd been talking to him about all the samples of sex toys we have here from our sponsors on our radio show. And he's like, oh, no, 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 she'd never be into this stuff. And she came over and we brought her up into our studio and she's looking at all this stuff and she's like, 
wow, this is interesting. I'd like to try this. And we're like, Henry, don't you guys talk about it? No, no, I can never talk to her about it. And yeah, it, see? It, it's amazing what you find out when you when you start ask talking the, and ask the questions question. and, and don't judge that your, per, that your partner is going to think you're an idiot. Just talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's a great, the great quest, advice. First, first question I have is what is this hedonism? What does that mean? Hedonism, well, the definition of hedonism is like the pursuit of pleasure, you know, about it's all about sensual self-indulgence and, and self-gratification. And the pursuit of sexual pleasure, that's the definition okay. of hedonism. So hedonism is a resort, a resort in yes. Jamaica. It's been around for 40 years. Okay. And um, they have a nude side and a prude side or a clothing optional side. And you can, just hang, <laughs> you can just hang out naked all day in the if evening. Everybody mm-hmm. gets dressed up nice and sexy. There's another yeah. resort two of them in Cancun called Desire. They're very similar, they're a little smaller. Uh, there's um, there's a whole bunch of different places. So those places cater to swingers and open-minded people. So right. it's just a place for swingers to go where they can meet other swingers who want to share their partners. But not only swingers. No, but but I'm just saying they they are swinger friendly, but they're not there yeah. just for swingers. They're there for anybody who's open-minded, who wants to enjoy that sexual energy uh, of people having sex around you or near you, or if you have the opportunity to go watch or, or have sex in front of other people if you're an exhibitionist. So you, you've probably heard us use the word playroom that's really the orgy room right but it's not just the orgy room because people who don't play with other couples will go in there and have sex with their partner while other people are having sex next to them so either they're going to be an exhibitionist or a voyeur or they're just going to be there for that sexual energy so yeah you can't do that at i don't know your local club in (laughs) in in town or at the What, what's or at Sandals? I was thinking of one of the other resorts. That right. certainly doesn't happen at Sandals. That's for sure. Right. Oh, that's interesting, guys. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you're living a healthy lifestyle, a free lifestyle, a happy, open lifestyle, and I respect that. I truly respect that. And I'm going to continue listening to your podcast because there's some really interesting stuff on there. Like I was listening to one episode about. Um, Actually, I love the hormonal ones, how like different chemicals affects your hormones, affects your sexual reproduction. Like there's just so many different areas where you guys take the sexy lifestyle that I, I like it. I truly respect it. And it, it makes me, it makes me more open-minded to a lot of things as well. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, yeah. we, we have been doing this in our radio show now for about two and a half years, and we really uh, enjoy it very much. We love sharing our life and our experiences with the world so that we feel that we're doing some good. I but think it's, only been, it's only been so successful because of the amazing guests like Kristen, who was on our show mm-hmm. a bit back, Aww. are because of the incredible, credible yeah. information they bring to people. And everybody wants a shortcut in life, mm-hmm. right? Um, they want. They don't want to spend five years going through the process of learning and failing and learning and failing and trying. They want to just hear. And the, the emails and the comments we get back from the people who listen to our show about the quality of the guests and the quality of the information and how easy it is to digest and start doing it tonight is just incredible because people want to start now i mean you buy on amazon you want to get it today or tomorrow you don't want to wait two weeks and that's society today everything is so instantaneous i think you're right like my biggest my biggest takeaway from just listening to you guys talk and i'm not i'm not there in a sense where i've never had an open relationship and 
but I, I still feel like I'm taking away something really important from this conversation. What I'm taking away is more sexual communication with your partner, sexual communication about your fantasies. I've actually never asked my partner, who is a really good friend of mine, what his fantasy is. And I this is something that I can't wait to ask. You know, that's a really good and, point because you don't have to be in an open relationship to be open-minded. Yeah, absolutely. And so then there's a little bit of like, what if he gives me a weird look? What if, you know, like, so how, how can we, I think on an ending note, so somebody like me who wants to approach this conversation now with my partner, how do we do it confidently and not afraid of perhaps our partner's reaction? Well, the first thing is you don't do it when you're getting ready to have sex or you've just finished sex. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You have it, you have the conversation at, over coffee, at dinner, and it's like, you know, I was thinking, or I saw this over here. Or I heard this on a podcast, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, you could say, I just heard this podcast and said that we should be talking about fantasies. I've never actually asked you about your fantasy. I don't know, do you have any sexual fantasies that you haven't shared with me? I think that would be a totally honest and authentic way to bring it up. And sometimes you just write it down on a piece of paper. You might say, okay, you write your three fantasies on a piece of paper. I'll write my three fantasies. (laughs) And then you pull it out and you talk about it. And you laugh. Have your glass of wine handy for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you'll be amazed at the dialogue that happens when you start opening up those lines of communication that normally couples don't talk about. And you just... and. We always say, you know, if you have a fantasy and you try it and it doesn't necessarily work out right because it's a little awkward the first time, we'll try it again and you're going to laugh the first time. I mean, we, we've gone well, We through. always say have fun with it no matter what yeah, it is. Make sure, sure you're having fun with it. Don't be ashamed. This say, hey, this is something cool I thought about. What do you think? Well, let's give it a try and it doesn't always work out. Sometimes things in your head should stay in your head kind of thing. And, and let's just put a little caveat here because a lot of people have these fantasies about taking naked pictures or naked videos, which are all fine. Just don't do it on your phone. Don't put it on yeah. your computer that's connected yeah, that's yeah. because if yeah. you put anything online, <laughs> it's gonna... as, as secure as you think it is, it's not. So do it on a non-connected device. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, that's a really, that's a really good advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I, <laughs> I, I don't know who I speak for, but we've all sent photos and then later, years later, you're like, oh boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that like, was a mistake. <laughs> well, Okay, that's, you know what, I accept, that's what I did, and okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Such is life. I do know, um, I do know uh, a couple that did experiment with other people in their relationship, and it didn't go so well. There was some jealousy. Um, I'm, I just have to ask this question, what happens then? What happens when that doesn't pan out like planned and there's some jealousy if somebody wants to incorporate other people within their sex life like have you ever experienced that so what what we say is that the sexy lifestyle or the swinger lifestyle where you share your partner is for anyone but it's not for everyone it really Mm -hmm. has to be a type of person who uh is not jealous a type of person who is open-minded who is super secure in their relationship you're not going to go into this to fix 
bad sex right. or a bad relationship. Right. You have to go in as a strong couple. You, you have in, anybody in the swinging okay. lifestyle is so confident in their relationship. They're very secure. They know that their partner's going home with them. Their partner loves them. Uh, and that if you do feel jealousy and it's more than a fleeting moment of jealousy, then the swinging lifestyle is not for you. Then you don't need yeah. to be bringing other people into your relationship. There's so many other ways to spice up your sex life than actually having other human beings in your bed with you. So don't worry yeah. about it. If it's not, if it doesn't work out, then you've tried it and we say, hey, that's not for us. That's all. Perfect answer. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> um, on an ending note, is there anything else you guys want to share? You've given so much non-judgment, beautiful information, in my opinion. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Well, we do want to say that any type of alternative lifestyle, whether it's the kink or BDSM or swinger lifestyle, there are tons of different lifestyles out there, all different alternatives. Most of them are underground. And that if it's something that's your fantasy or you want to try it, go for it. Go online, find a community that is compatible with you and 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 enjoy. Try it. See if it works out. If it doesn't, so you've tried it at least. That's and, what I want to say. And if you're not you and your partner decide you're not into an alternative lifestyle and you want to just learn more and spice up your sex life, there are so many experts and great people out there with good, credible information. And all we say to them is ask them questions. Go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com. There's so many sex experts out there. Uh, SDC.com has a great media site as well. Everybody has email addresses. Kristen, you're a wealth of information. Ask questions. People are out there to give you the information. Don't make assumptions. Don't judge. Ask the questions. We get asked the most amazing questions that we take for granted because we live in this world. Simple, simple questions like you, you asked, how do I bring up this fantasy to my husband? Just ask the experts the questions. Go to our website. Ask you. There's so many, so many good resources for information on good, credible sites. I love that. And no judgment. We're tossing judgment aside for this episode. I love that. Yeah, and, if, and if anybody wants to ask us a question, they can send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Listen to our podcast. We have so many great experts. Kristen, your podcasts are amazing. And there's great people out there talking about anything that you might have an interest in. That was my next question is where can people find you? <laughs> People can find us at thesexylifestyle.com. We're all over social media. Just look for The Sexy Lifestyle or The Sexy Lifestyle Network. And if you want to email us, once again, it's ask at carolandavid.com. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate your honesty and your openness. Like This was a lot of fun, Kristen. Thank you so much for inviting us onto your show. Yes, thank you. Well, that's it for today. We had such a blast chatting with Kristen Young from Striving for a Healthy Lifestyle. You can find all her podcasts and lots of great and amazing advice on her website, strivingforahealthylifestyle.com. And remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening in your area. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. Check it out. And, of course, let's remind everyone about Nadia Norlin's July 24th to 28th, 2019. Nadia Norlin's is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world. With over 1,300 couples, the event is not only a full takeover of two of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, it also takes over Bourbon Street as well. And for more information about this trip or anything else, visit our website, 
thesexylifestyle.com or send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. We'd like to thank everybody so much for listening. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex and sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.